Bear Hardcore Radio, exploring the world's best hardcore punk and all the various subgenres. For the next two hours we will enter a world apart from the rest. The time is now. What's up with that? Let's start jamming. Episode 95 of Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. We took a week off. So before the so before we get real started and talk about music or talk about anything, you might have seen Dead Air's social media presence. Um, if you're a friend of mine, you see my personal um, social media presence. Um, if you don't know what has happened in the world since May 25th, 2020, please go educate yourself immediately. Um, since the unjust murder of George Floyd, there's been so much that has happened. Um, protests riots there's been a lot of there's been a lot of everything police brutality it's there's stuff all over 
not on not only our own country, the world. And it's just an important time to think about where you stand in all this and what what you can do, what you can say, what you can if you believe in uh what's going on in the protests what what can you personally do to make yourself better if anything and that's what i've been thinking about a lot lately um the issue i've had is just i am a high anxiety person when this all happened there was a lot of people donating a lot of things and I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, I really want to help, and I want to do as much as I possibly can. And my, I guess my anxiety runs, like, on overtime. And I'm just like, oh, I can't do anything quick enough uh, just being such a small operation, not really a label. Um, I've been wanting to get merch on the off the ground, a comp off the ground. I slowly am building a comp that will be um hopefully out in the next week or two digitally at least and all funds will go to lgbt and black lives matter causes um possibly we'll do a tape i don't know yet i want to i've been wanting to do shirts for a long time but now with everything going on i want to make sure that we're you know making a statement and know that we have always been you know allies and about the people we've always have been about solidarity and that's what this episode it really is about it's about solidarity um because dead air at this point in time is mainly just myself not to give not to take away any credit from um my friend chris who sometimes comes in when uh, he can but he's a very busy person he took he kind of distanced himself from a a re from a steady co-host position since we left our uh since we left college radio in uh 2017 so anyways we're we're gonna try to keep it relevant to what's going on in the world with the black lives matter movement as well as everything else that's going on we are going to have a little maybe a few off-topic new uh songs that are new but we're going to try to keep on topic, but we're, this is also still about new music. So we're going to, we're going to do a little bit of a mix for the program. Um, so let's start off with the topical music, uh, from 2009, we have product of waste RIP Terry. We played crook with a badge. I absolutely miss this band. Saw one time ever. And one of my favorite bands. Um, you know, this, it's a very sad time in right now. And, it's, and there's a lot to pay attention to. And I'm not trying to take away from anything that's going on. But there are a lot of bands doing benefit shirts. And I'm trying to do as much as I can um, to donate to actual funds just directly as well as benefit shirts as well um but one that kind of stuck out to me was um product of waste who did who uh came out with one just uh 
they so product so my friend chris who does doggy records and youth energy designs he put out product uh, he put out uh a product of waste shirt this is probably the first piece of product of waste merch that has been available in at least eight years um i don't know if um terry the singer passed away in 2013 around august of 2013 i don't know what they really had planned as a band at that point i know he was working and i think i believe somewhere either but after out somewhere around the time that he was working or during working he um passed away i think I believe he got hit in the car crossing the freeway i'm not the uh events on that are a little blurry to me and i remember talking about it but it's been so long um but this band was is still one of my favorite bands and it's really cool to not only get to support black lives matter and get to put money towards um the bail project i also get a shirt from one of my favorite bands ever one i've been searching for product of waste merch for years so that's cool not to be selfish or take away anything from what's going on so um a message from the band through chris is we all stand behind the movements calling for police and prison reform we believe a human's life is worth more than looted merchandise we believe that racism has no place in our country. We believe anything less than this will not be tolerated. We believe black lives fucking matter. Well fucking said. I don't I don't believe that there's really much else you can do with that, you know? Then the much more else you can say. That's like a perfectly um uh, that's I think that's just well thought out perfect to the point um, so that's all I gotta say about product of waste um, a we're gonna play another song that was released in 2015 from a band called minority threat I don't know if you I I know the first time I came across this band I was uh you know the the song the band was called Minority Threat, and I and I obviously was like, oh, it was just weird, just because obviously if you are, you know, not living under rock, you know, Minor Threat. So my Minor th- Minority Threat was like, it wasn't that that anything was wrong. It's just like weird playing with the two names in your head, with you know Minor Threat being the band that they are, but uh, Minority Threat is a band from Columbus, Ohio. They. If you listen to their songs, then you know that they've been they've been about what everybody's currently preaching around the world, from the small towns to the big cities to other countries. Um, there's a lot of bands in punk and hardcore that have been talking about systemic racism and police brutality for you know as long as I can remember. And before I was born, this wasn't before I was born, but. Uh, this, uh, I think this band is definitely a very like um, energetic band that is a little is definitely overlooked, and this record is overlooked. It's also free on Bandcamp. 
they are donating any proceeds if you download something. I would suggest this music is is good enough to where you should donate a little bit of money to it. It is it shouldn't be free because it's that good. So check out Minority Threat. They have culture. We're gonna play a track from their Culture Control 2015 record, and they also have one that came out um, about two years ago. Um, self-titled Minority Threat. So they haven't broken up from what I know. So possibly new music coming very soon in a year or the end of the year. Who knows? Strange times. Uh, so we're going to be talking to Kevin White of FCON. We've had him on, I believe, a year ago or so. They played to play with a bunch of other um, bands. We've played them a couple other times throughout a history of our show and he is uh, very close to what's going on in uh, Seattle he's been out he's been out there I've been out in Seattle during the protests a little bit but he has been a little bit more he by being closer and uh, just going to talk about all of this and how it kind of relates to punk rock as well as we're just probably going to gab a little bit and just talk. I don't get to talk to my friends that much. So this will be more of a conversation and less of an interview. Um, just, just so you know, that's all. If you're a new listener, that's how we, that's how we roll. So we're going to play a song from minority threat culture control. We're going to play protect and serve. It is the, uh, first track. You're listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio, and we'll be back after some music. like without real art shows kind of like now fucking bummer dude make sure we still have an all-ages venue after all of this donate at realarttacoma.com slash donate
episode 95 of Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. So, small block. Right after that track of uh, Minority Threat, we played some music from Mass Arrest, which was a request. uh, I am a little tired. I talked about being all over the place a little bit, so... Um, just with everything, trying to figure out other ways to, uh, you know, best use my time, whether it's being in Seattle. Sometimes I have to be with, uh, the kid. I have to, I have to babysit, um, talking to people of who are doing Black Lives Matter stuff in my own small town. Um, all of that, just trying to figure out and also trying to do the best with dead air and make stuff so people can donate. So... Anyway, back to the music. So Mass Arrest uh, was a request, and we played Whistling Dogs off of their power record. Um, uh, Their title is uh, Black Liberation Hardcore. Um, The record came out in 2019, uh, November 22nd, and you can uh, order... You can get the record, I believe. Um, You can order the... You can order the tapes um, or the LP at uh, Iron Lung Records. So check out, check that out. And uh, they say, yeah, they're from Oakland. After that, we uh, from New York, we played Rebel Matic um, with their song after 2017 um, release titled Please Don't Shoot. The uh, record, the EP is titled Eat the Monster. Um, another band that's been doing it in New York for a very, very long time. Has has a very eclectic sound, too. Um, if I'm being 100% honest, I heard I've um, been following them for a while. So I think I heard a song and it's a little bit more uh, funk based. And I think I in that and I um, without hearing the rest of the material. So. I think when I'm listening to it for listening to the show, I might have been like, oh, this kind of didn't fit the bill. And then listening to the rest, there is definitely an eclectic pace um, to it. They have some new music. They have a new um, video, uh, which you can check on deadairhardcoreradio.com. Um, did a small write-up for that. Check it out. They'll have a uh, new record out this year, I believe this summer, or just a little bit further down the trail in 2020. So, if you haven't checked out Rebelmatic before, they have new music, and they have a bunch of good old music. Another another band that has been um, about what everybody's talking about now, um, and following the movement. They've been doing. They a lot of these bands have been talking about it and doing and been about it for years. So, check them out. Um, I believe some of their new music. It, they are donating stuff. Um, stuff to uh to black lives matter or believe one of the bail funds so don't quote me on that but definitely check out rebel rebelmatic um before we get to our interview um before we talk to kevin we're going to play some music uh from body count which i haven't played um their new record at all which is which is weird and i think i've been trying to keep it more on the punk side just because um obviously body count is definitely has a 
a higher budget kind of metal sound. Not that their um, message is watered down whatsoever. Um, if you follow Ice T, he's been he's been saying it, and he'll say it till the day he dies that he's been talking about this shit for years about what's going on in the country with the cops. He's always been about his shit. And nobody can tell him he hasn't been about his shit. Um, I believe the request was from a little bit of an older song, but I haven't played anything um, off of this record, off of Carnivore yet. Um, I talked to Ernie C., who played in the band, I believe, uh, when the last record came out. Um, nothing but nothing but good uh, things to say about Ice-T and uh, Body Count. It would be like probably like the highest honor to have uh, Ice T on uh, Dead Air, but he's he's kind of he's kind of said it, um, and Twitter being like, people have been asking me, you know, to do interviews. Listen to my old interviews because, like I said, talking about the same shit. So. I don't want to be redundant, but I would just love to talk to Ice-T no matter fucking what. So we're going to play um, Point the Finger. They just put out a video, like a quarantine video for it. Literally, like, like right towards the end of May before George Floyd and the protests and everything. Literally right before that, this came out and it was a quarantine video. The song features Riley from Power Trip. It's very interesting to hear him in a more high quality um environment you are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge all right and uh yeah it's just it's just very interesting to hear him do uh do something a little bit more uh more like higher budget metal sounding and not like buried under reverb which is kind of how i like the pa- how I like power trip i like i think they've kind of have that staple sound because of like they're definitely a raw thrash band and I think that's why people are so attracted to their sound but it's definitely still very interesting to hear his voice not like in a tunnel of reverb so with that said we're gonna get to we're gonna get to that song by Body Count right now, and uh, point the finger, featuring Riley Gale, Power Trip, and uh, get we'll have a uh, Kevin on the line in just a minute. You're listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. What's up, motherfucker? This is Dead Air Mashup, telling you to check out the brand new Dead Air website now. Go to deadairhardcoradio.com for all podcasted shows as well as news reviews and content you can't get anywhere else. Go now or feel the wrath of my cold, hard robotic legs been kicking you straight in the face. Fire before you can speak Wrong place 
So it has been, I would say, I think about two weeks since we did an episode. A lot has happened since uh, we've done an episode of Dead Air. And I am here with uh, a good friend. I would say a, uh, I would consider a, a person that I, uh, co- a co-worker um, in uh, Seattle and someone who has been on the show. Uh, I think it's been about a a little over a year or, or maybe even, even more. I, I don't know. Time is a uh, time. is an illusion and it's been slipping away, especially in, I just know it's 2020 and it's, and it's weird. I like the last time I had this person up, it was been a while, but we have a uh, Kevin who uh, fronts the Seattle uh, punk band, uh, white center, hardcore F con. How are you doing? Doing good, doing good. Do- well, doing good as we can be here these days. You know, it's pretty interesting. So, I just want to start off with just like, go. I want you to take the conversation at this first part, like wherever you want to go, whatever your, you know, feeling 
at this time of because uh, you we talked about a little bit before we started this conversation. Um, I've been on and off um, up in Seattle on Capitol Hill. Um, I haven't been there since the weekend. You've been there quite often um, and been close as close as possible to it and been been around. And uh, I just want you to just say what you want to say about what's been uh, just happening in Seattle, in the world, everything. Well, um, I, I tell you what, let's, let's, let's start from like the beginning, um, you know, uh, with COVID and. Yeah, let's go with it, COVID because you were actually one of the last people I talked to um, on my last day um, working on Cap Hill. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, I, like I went and saw the bitter and raw at the cha-cha and I was actually at, uh, at the runaway at Numo's and we were having a little like security group get together thing with all like the bartenders and all of our friends and family and stuff. And it's not as like a goodbye, but like a see you later. And that's when we found out that like all the bars and venues were getting shut down. And, um, I went over to the Cha-Cha Lounge and um, saw the Bitter and Raw play and got pretty tanked and then went home. And uh, that's when the COVID, you know, the shut-in order began. And, um, you know, we shut the whole country down, but but it seems like racism didn't stop. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely not. And uh, we we saw with a lot of with a lot of things that were. you know, that boiled, that boiled up to this point, um, right now that have, that kind of were, were somewhat swept under the rug, like in, in the middle of the COVID thing that weren't, that had attention, but weren't, but a lot of people were, I don't know. I don't know. I would say like, like I said, like it, it wasn't getting as much attention as it should have. Oh yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's, it's, it, it's hard to like explain like when you already have the dynamic of so many people being laid off or furloughed from like their job and you know, the unemployment system in Washington was already like so screwed from the beginning. Like people weren't, weren't getting paid for like weeks. And now it's like, I mean, even now since like the fraud thing where you have to like send in like a photo of like your ID and a photo of, your social security card, like, I, I mean, personally, I, I haven't been getting any money from them um, for quite a while now. So it, it's, it's interesting to see how people can take, like, those elements of not just, like, hatred for, like, the government in their money situation and turn that into something, like, so positive because so many people are so, like, um, downtrodden or like, um, or their, their moods are not like their hearts are broken over like this whole COVID thing. So it's crazy to see people like take the streets over like such like a crazy cause. Like I never thought I'd see like something like this in my lifetime. Um, just to give you all like a little bit of a background on my activism. I, I haven't been active since probably like Trayvon Martin, uh, which was, was murdered. Uh, and um, I lost like so much faith in like this whole cause because that was a child. The guy wasn't even a cop, and that and that person walked, no charges. 
and he's still out there acting like a piece of shit. You see him like signing Skittles bags, and it's, it's foul, it's vile, vile, terrible, terrible things. But like seeing this over like the last like like you said like it feels like it's been like two weeks. Like this is this is wild. This is I I've never thought I'd see something like this in my lifetime, and I feel like a lot of people feel the same way. Yeah, just being up at least for Seattle and just experiencing like what's going on. Um, just seeing people that I hold near and dear because like I feel as someone who I've been doing I've been doing security um, in. Uh, in Capitol Hill in Seattle for five years now. Okay. And I've, and it's just, I like seeing like the people that I like have worked with, like kind of, and almost like I would say grow up with, cause I'm always yes. growing. I'm always learning, like being able to do something like this together after like, cause I, I know how, how people feel. I know how, discouraged people can get and like working at some of like the like the comet the lot um the lost lake and i always wanted to be the one uh i made sure i tried to be that buffer between um that person the police because when there were some times when we didn't have a choice but we had to had to call and i i would i never wanted to have to have like staff who felt like scared to have to fucking go through that and talk and talk to someone they clearly don't trust and feel like they don't, Absolutely. they don't fucking give a shit about them. I want to make sure that 100%. I want to make yeah. sure that they know I give a fucking shit. Absolutely. You know, and you know, it, it's, it's an interesting dynamic, like going from, for those of you out there that, that don't know, I work, I work security at Numos and uh, we've definitely like gone out of our way to like go out and about and see our regulars and let them know that we're thinking about them and you know looking after them just as much as we did when we were working at a venue and um you know i i think i think it's very important right now um with what's going on that we protect like those vulnerable neighborhoods that have history of um like the cd or like the international district like capitol hill white center places like that that, that have rich rich cultural history and you know, we have to like be out there to, since, you know, we took over the precinct, like, or they gave it to us or whatever they did yesterday. Um, we, uh, we just have to like, make sure that we we're out there and we're still taking care of like our vulnerable fam POC LGBTQ community because, um, you know, Capitol Hill is Capitol Hill, but it's also like the highest rate of violence towards those demographics as well. Oh yeah. Especially because, that's like there and as people who work there there's a we we know that there's a difference between the people who some of the people who live there and then the people that come here absolutely and, like and, i've been to the like going to these protests over like uh, the last week in capitol hill you can definitely tell that there are people who are out there that don't know what neighborhood they're in and they will you know just let things fly like the f word and it's like hey like all these people were out here in solidarity with us, so we just need to not reintroduce toxic behavior into our own community. Just because I know everybody's been stuck inside, and like they haven't seen like another human being, and they haven't had like an outlet, but that doesn't mean that we need to 
reinforce old toxic behaviors if we're trying to like change the world right now. Yeah. And also it's just like, as someone I've been trying to, as a, uh, as a white person, I've been trying to guide other people that who are, you know, pr- have the same privilege that they're coming out there and not knowing what they're saying. Like I had, like we had, there were some people that were upset about, um, you know, the, su- the somewhat of the festival atmosphere because they're who because they were they were just upset and they're allowed to be upset and someone tried to tell them to not be upset yeah i mean it's it, it's 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 a it's a weird gray area i mean people don't realize that like music and it like during protests is like it, it's or just even like it in in black culture like that's like it it it's, it's to unify and, and to like bring up morale like these cops are like treating this shit like it's like it's Baghdad so they're gonna learn exactly how much it is gonna be like that like we're gonna be still doing our own our own thing and um, you're not gonna stop us and you know if people want to get upset about the party vibe absolutely like I completely understand like the difference between like having like bands play and like speeches and like rallies and things like that. But there definitely is like an aspect of people who go out there and they're like trying to get laid or they're trying to like they're not really there for like the cause. They just have it stuck inside and like have not had the chance to go out and experience. Yeah, I well, I had to like try to investigate something because there was a report of of an older dude trying to give a child LSD. And I was just like, (laughs) and I was like, I it was I I was lucky to to. Like the person was wearing an outfit that was that was very easy to spot, but he took him out. Yeah, yeah, for but sure. he walked, but he walked away, and uh, and he he did he disappeared after that point. But like that's a that's another thing. That's why I was like, I was happy to be there to be because I have the experience to to be able to ha- uh, pay attention to those little details and know what and and like because. You know, you, me, everyone who's been doing security, who's or was doing security uh, pre-COVID, if they're out there, they were there to, like, keep people safe genuinely because they freaking care. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, and that's one of the things that I appreciate about, about you is that, like, it, it's it's when it comes to, like, the de-escalation of a situation, it's like, um, like, like, take, for instance, like, like, like the first night I I was there. We had, um, you're probably familiar with the anti-abortion guy who's always on the corner in the Pike corridor. He showed up to the protest and was trying to argue something about the reason why racism is happening is because we strayed from God. And it's like, man, we're, you're trying to get like your own agenda across. If you want to be here, you can be here, but like, don't like do like your agenda, whatever the fuck you're trying to do like it's not welcome here he's been doing that for as long as i can remember he he started doing that shit um he he started doing that stuff back when i was uh at green river he was he was uh, he used to come to green river too wow <laughs> <laughs> what the fucking what a jackass he used to come <laughs> i used to try when i used to do like when we used to do like pledge drives and stuff he would be literally out there in the middle. Uh, oh yeah! Didn't y'all do like festivals back in the day too? Like, 
Kind of like Enfest, but like just KGRG, like specifically. Yeah, unfortunately, there's a long history of that, which just it sucks because I, because I came when it when that start that stuff started to to mean less and less to. Oh yeah, to, to I mean, the from, city I'm of. From, I mean, I'm from Kent, so I mean, I, you know, Green River Community College is like right hop, skip, and jump away. So, I, you know, it's it's interesting like watching that, you know, kind of like phase out. Yeah, it's 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 just a it's just definitely a more um you know different it's a different vibe and just like it's also a different era of different taste in music and whatnot. But still, like we would do our thing, and most of our stuff like uh, we we strayed away from like the music festivals and did more like uh, carnival style stuff. That would oh, actually yes, 100%. yeah. So so he would come in and try to get in people's faces while we we're while we're like taking donations and doing that. And so he, and then roughly around the same time I, I went to do start doing um, security and like 2015, he started, he, he decided he wanted to show up and do that stuff up there then. And I was yeah, just it's, like, it's crazy. I, that, that, that guy's out of his, out of his mind. I hope he's not like, you know, as much as I dislike that guy, I hope he's not laying in the gutter, like with his teeth kicked in for, being a fucking jackass right now. Yeah, and that's just the that's the same with like a lot of people like out there. Like we can we can talk inner Seattle stuff for a while. Like uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Like you're you're like uh, familiar with Eric, right? Uh, uh, he's, which one? He's the 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 white one. He's he kind of he kind of hobbles around with the with the beard. He's a little dirty. Oh yeah. He's usually around. He usually comes around me and like the Lost Lake crew mostly. Yeah, he, I mean he comes through Numos. He's always been super nice to me. Like people wouldn't think that you'd be able to have like a like a good conversation with that guy. And uh Cal Anderson one time and I actually had like a really good conversation with him and like you know, he's that's like the difference is that like there's a lot of like you know, uh regulars or like homeless people who live in that area that like are, are also being affected by this kind of thing, you know, just because like they usually like rely on people's just like kindness when they're panhandling. If those people aren't around and they're not being like taken care of. So it's cool that we have like this, this situation where we have like medical people out there handing out food and water. Yeah. And, and we're, and, we're also focusing, like, I know a lot of the people at that aid were like, if you saw someone like, Hey, make sure that they come, that they know that they're welcome over here too. And I'm like, absolutely. It's for everybody. It's not just for the protesters. It's literally for anybody who is in need. And that's the whole point. Absolutely. And I absolutely like loved that. Um, also, it's just it's been weird because since I've been like I've been going back and forth um, between down in Pierce County and in Seattle. So it's a it's a it's a different um, mood. Tacoma's been doing constant protests um they've been doing i mean they're even out there in like north bend and like buckley they're out there in like wenatchee spokane it's all over the place they were in they were in ording on monday oh wow that's crazy like if i don't know if you've ever been to that town there's nothing there's nothing. I mean, I've driven through it a couple times. I mean, he, I mean, collar pull. I would never like want to just like stop there at any point. <laughs> well, well, and that's the reason I was paying attention to these towns and trying to make sure 
like I would always keep in contact with like the organizers, make sure they're safe because I, those are those are small towns with a lot of like like religious and white white and right wing people hanging out hanging out there and like oh yeah, but even they're coming. Even some of those people, like I had a friend of mine, um, who's uh, transgender that was telling me that um that that um their family who is notoriously like like right wing like crazy people uh, like racist usually just like on the side of whatever is like republican or like right or whatever they're like out there like protesting this so it's crazy that like you know people like trump or even even your neighbor is so like deluded and so they have like no cognitive like dissonance or no cognization to like realize like what is going on. You can only like say you're wrong. Like so much when you have like so many people telling you that you're wrong, you know, like, yeah, like, like, like you can't like sit there and like say like, no, I'm right. Like this much when you have thousands of people telling you like, no, 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 no. You're wrong. Like you're really, really wrong. Like this is like scientific fact that this is like what's going on right now. Well, the latest thing I've been getting from a lot of people like that are in the same areas that are being pro is that we're all just sticking to a specific we're all getting brainwashed by a specific narrative. And that's what's been What's the narrative? Like peace, love and harmony? Like Jesus. And I'm just like and I see and I see and I've been told of I was thinking linear when I go on the page and it's a bunch of just smash the libtard this uh, yeah uh, and sure. it's and it's like i'm just like you're saying linear you're being you're being a cop because you're telling me what to do and it's like no man that is like that is like <laughs> the most like low fruit low hanging fruit shit that you can do well like, god damn and i haven't even been telling people what to do or what to think i've only been providing my like i was like because there's too much like in this whole situation to unpack and get and get all out on the table in one conversation so there's oh yeah i mean that's like definitely like a thing with like protesting like i like i never like try to judge anybody like based off uh, based off of what they're doing i just try to look out for them and be like hey like the cops are coming like you probably don't want to be doing that or like just you know just trying to look out for people i'm not trying to just trying to make sure people are like being safe and like that, 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 that's it. Well, like I'm not trying to tell anybody that they should not do something unless it's like something that's really like either ruining the vibe or is like dangerous or it's like toxic behavior. Well, and I, and I, I also want to tell people just like, I'm trying to like get people to understand that they're to not buy into false, like, into misinformation yeah false fear too like of like people telling like the thing that was making me so mad was bonnie lake people were telling uh the citizens that were like hold on i'm about to sneeze Ooh, okay that was bad (laughs) Um, (laughs) um so like they were telling people that there are there like their bus loads or or van loads of antifa coming up the road like yeah let's not even get started about that whole narrative man like the whole idea of like antifa being like this like terrorist organization when it's really just an idea of just like don't be a fucking bigot man like don't be a fucking racist like don't be anti-semitic don't be homophobic 
Like, like it, that, that's all it is. This is literally what it is. Like, it's a mindset. And if you don't agree with that, then, like, I don't know what to fucking tell you. You have, like, no hope. You're shamed humanity and you're fucking scum of the earth. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> that <laughs> I mean, and it's also, like, it's, it's also, like, this trend of, like, feeling versus fact, which is, like, really came along, like, in, in like, like, the Trump administration, where you can sit there and you can be, like, hey, like, this person's, like, has a laundry list of, like, problematic behavior, and you probably shouldn't vote for them, and this is, like, why. But they'll be like, well, I feel like he's a Christian, so I'm going to vote for him. And, or I feel like, I feel that this is, like, the way that that this works. It's, like, such bullshit. It's crazy to me. It's so wild that you can present fact and, like, documentation on things, and people will still be like, no, I'm still going to go with what I'm saying. But that's the same thing. They'll... So I've been people ha, will try to have been trying to throughout this, like just some of my friends and Puyallup and showing me like videos of and what's pissing me off the most is a lot of these like videos that are trying to to spin like the right wing narrative of this. This is all just, you know, pro, like that. This whole thing is liberal propaganda. They keep using the term facts. But then yeah. they say the word faxed so many times you would think that they would actually st- present some facts to back up. But no, yeah. they just say because that's that's another thing. The the, uh, the opposition likes to say, you know, facts over feelings and but they never present it's also like it's also like the, the idea of like you want to get mad about people like riding like and, and and looting when it's like y'all walked into a government building armed in the cops' faces and they didn't tear gas you or flashbang you or beat you or shoot you or anything like that and you literally put a gun to people's heads and said put me back to work instead of like saying like oh. Let's, like, change this law. Oh, let's do something for the people. Nope. Y'all just, like, were like, hey, I need a haircut. I need to go back to work. Like a good boy. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I'm just, there. like I said, there's literally so much to, like, unpack. But one thing I did want to uh, talk about, I talked about the begin- at the beginning is just, like, Yes. To wrap up in our local, in my local area is like one thing I find it really, really cool is um, the the one of the people that is heading up in my small town. A lot of the Black Lives Matter like stuff, in, like the groups and the people that are that are leading it in these small towns are young people. Night oh, between yeah. between. I'm sorry, eight, I got, I'm sorry, I got a pug over here real quick. He's he's breathing kind of heavy. Give me two seconds. You pet that pug. <laughs> I'll, I'll pet him for you. I'll he do just, for, you. He, for the world. He's probably a good boy. <laughs> a very good boy. He's named after the greatest bounty hunter in the galaxy, Boba Fett. <laughs> Anyways, go go ahead. I'm sorry about that. As long as you don't throw, as long as you don't throw him into the Sarlacc pit. Oh, you, everybody knows Boba Fett survived that. Shit. I that's, know. That's, I know. That's a whole other wormhole to go down. Like, okay. I know. I know. That's. I, <laughs> I know. I know. He survived. We all. We all know. That's why. Fingers crossed on a on a freaking movie. Um, oh, for sure. Any. Anyways, where where was <laughs> I? So, 
Small town, young kids. Yeah, like that. between like 18 and 21. Like there's a lot of young kids following, but like the, even the organizers are between like 18 and 21, which is like so, so cool to see. Um, and they're, they're, the adults are coming, but they're not, but they're following. Like they are following by example, which is like a cool thing to see in these towns where I, I would have never, uh, you know, thought to see. But I, it's cool just seeing... Um, my hometown, like place that I've lived in the area for like m- most of my life, changing. Because I mean, last year we had our first like vegan like food truck in Puyallup, which is like, and it's done super well, which is super cool. So it's just like on top of that, and just like and like seeing these kids really like get it and start to like like have conversations with their you know. Their parents, families their like families, their, their parents, their teachers. Yeah, man. Like I think people are starting to realize we either have to evolve as a society or die. There's like no that's like the line in the sand. You either you either gotta be on like this side or we're gonna leave you in the dust. And it's a very beautiful thing. Well, and then on the other side there's those people that are upset that they're getting left in the dust and you've seen this week with the with a lot of the uh crying cops, um Huh. Oh, saying like, oh, don't treat us like thugs, like and like animals, and like you know, respect and all this stuff. Like, oh, well, that's okay. all that the that um, you know, people of color and other marginalized people wanted in the first place. <laughs> I think I think one thing that I want to get across is that like, this isn't just about like police brutality. This is about like systemic racism. This is like about a system that is in place to control you, every aspect of your life. Like, you wake up in the day and you you walk outside you have these conversations with people and you have to be like subdued you have to be subversive that's like the beautiful thing about like hardcore music for me is that like this is the only avenue i have where i can be like loud and like abrasive and nobody's gonna like try to like call the cops or like fucking shoot me absolutely and nobody's nobody's, like telling me no so let's switch gears and let's get in Let's get into it because there's there's a lot of stuff regarding to just alternative music, just music? punk yeah, music. Man. People are fucking up out there, man. Let me tell you. I think so. <laughs> I want to go back. I want to go on on this. So I would say I keep. I always revert to. I grew up in a small town. I I met. I grew up with some with a lot of Christian friends. Henceforth, I kind of bought into christianity for a good amount of time until my early until my early 20s um and never never on any like hate level i just like but i let but i was very blind to what the rest of some of my super christian friends were doing and the thing was we we a lot of us still listened to like heavy music listened to like alternative music with a with a you know a political like message and i think it's very easy i think there's so many people who listen to these bands and just didn't get it they were just like so entranced by um just the music that was that was being presented that they would hear things as like that just i'm unplugging even, but the even, words sound angry like, it's not even just like it's not even just that it's like it's like when you hear black flags like rise above or you hear like 
Dead Kennedy's like police truck. Like you have, you believe in your whole heart and your whole soul that like that person cannot be a piece of shit because like they're saying this to me. Like they're like these bands are like doing the shit like Leftover Crack, Norma Jean, like Alkaline Trio, like whoever it is. Like they make these songs, and it's like you want to believe that there's no way that 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 person could be that, because it you know you're either like starstruck or like it's nostalgia or it's just like that song or that person just like it like changed your life like so much that you don't want to let that go, but you know what like if you can look at like the local scene and you know, the, like the Washington local scene is like pretty good at like keeping boneheads out and like calling things out. Then like, you know, if you can hold, or even like, here's like an even better analogy. If you can like look at like corporations like Walmart or like target and like be like, Oh yeah. Like fuck them. Like they have like no say, then we should hold like bands at an artist's, and like musicians at like the same standard because I, you know, there's so many people who want to fly to like their defense and say like, Oh no, 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 no. Like I've known them for like so long and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, no, that, that, that doesn't matter. I don't care if it was 10 years ago, 20 years ago, a year ago, last month, last week, today, like fuck that. There needs to be like more of just like zero tolerance. And just as like, and just fucking had, held accountable because like there's like a lot of these uh and just like also with h2o i feel like a lot there's a lot of people that who... broke my heart man that sh- when I, I i had like no real like concept of that and then like people were like yeah dude like tony's always been like a real like pro cop guy and like i started digging and digging and it's like damn man you're right you're right but i i think it's, i think something that is very important because there's also been a lot of people who are like, oh yeah, I've like, I've like known that forever. So if you know something like that, be sure to like educate people, please. That, yes, exactly. That's what I was. That's what I'm getting at is people, people always being like, you didn't, you didn't already know that, like. Yeah, and they like, and they want to get mad at you, and it's like, well, if you knew that, then you should like already like told me. You should like already spread that like wildfire, like the leftover crack thing. That shit is like my mission. They fucked up so bad that that is like out of like their millions of fans, I imagine they only have like a thousand black ones. And that's like, take note like punk and hardcore bands that like black people and just like not even just black people, but minorities, disenfranchised people in your scene are a minority within a minority. And I just that was one thing I never. That was another band I didn't dig too far into. I mean, I was showed I was shown this that band at the beginning of me listening to like oh, it's like the starter kit it's like rancid or like no effects it's like when you first start listening like like either like scar like crust or whatever like leftover crack is usually like the first like and your like taste or whatever and then i listened to other bands and like it just like i was like this it's just is... like so much better yeah so much better <laughs> so i never like dug back into them because i'm like i can listen to some of these songs and not absolute but i'm just like it was just like there's also like personal things I don't really like want to like broadcast. So like it, it, like the leftover crack thing isn't just over like a tweet. It's like it, it's a lot of like betrayal. Uh, yeah, and I and I see that like, but what I'm saying is like I was just like for the musically I was just like okay well this is like kind of ama- this is like 
now from what what I'm listening to now, this is like amateur hour musically, and then I, um, and then so I just it, you know didn't pay attention to them for so long, and then to find out all that stuff, I'm just like, God yeah, damn, I'm like, like that guy I, like took all lives matter, but just put so much mental gymnastics and extra extra steps in it to make it seem like he's not really be saying that. And it's like, nah, man, I'm smarter than that. Like, fuck that. But the but the thing is. That is like a stance of a lot of old people who are just like that are chilling in in punk and hardcore that that will be silent for a while and then then they just decide that enough is enough and they will show their true fucking colors. There, one thing I think I mentioned this when you guys were like in the studio like a while back. And, oh yeah, I mean Trevor. Yeah, it was like probably like a year ago, man. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about like so um we I think we I mentioned I think I talked about like how shitty like Facebook punk rock groups are. Like they are the I they are the scum of the earth for the past oh, yeah. past 3 years. I would I would just say something I would I would say something to bait like a bunch of the alt right in like proud boy motherfuckers and they would all come they would all just out themselves and try to like <laughs> like talk the, about the good old days and talk about how we're all pc and no like, they would defensive. they would straight up i would just say one thing about hanging about like hanging nazis and hanging kkk members and they would like and then they would start sending me threats and like trying to take pics like find out who my girlfriend is and and like send threats to that to her and i'm just like dude i was just like this is about fucking punk rock I'm oh like, yeah oh well, <laughs> you know what here, here we go i'm just i'm just gonna go ahead and just like lay this lay this out for everybody and this is probably gonna be like a bitter pill for some people to swallow it it, it, it. my journey into punk is that like essentially i got into it around like 17 18 years old and started going to local shows i moved from seattle to las vegas and out there like i had like no friends and i like, didn't find the punk scene until i was like leaving and i got just like absorbed as much as i could of like the music and like the culture and things like that so when i came back around like 2014 fcon was founded and like started playing shows and it's like from my experience it's just like like i said this is the only avenue I have in, like, normal society where I can, like, be loud and be abrasive or even, like, violent. And, like, nobody's going to tell me no or tell me to calm down or, like, try to silence me. Because I got the microphone in my hand this time. And it's like, you know, I, I, I see y'all out there who slap hands, or, like, shake hands, or, like, come up for hugs because you want to prove that you're not racist. But you want to say shit in your own home. Or like, I watch you slip up and... You know, I have receipts and it's like, you know, it, it's, 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 it's interesting that like people like because I come to your shows and support you and I don't come up to you and say like, oh, that's very cool that you're a white person doing this. Like, it's just like, you know, the, the term female fronted. There's no such thing as female fronted. There, it, 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 it's a punk band. It's, it's a hardcore band that we just call it that like. The, fetish, the fetishization of being a black person in punk rock is sickening. 
and y'all motherfuckers need like need to stop that shit. Absolutely, I think that doesn't get said nearly enough. Like I've had people just like come up to me who are white and be like, "It's very cool seeing a black person." do punk rock. It's like, have you ever listened to Bad Brains? Have you ever listened to Death? Have you ever listened to Cerebral Ballsy? Have you ever checked out Horror? Did you know that the drummer from, from Dick Haney's is black? Like, come on, man. Let in, and let's not even go into the history of fucking rock and roll in general and how we've got to this. hundred percent. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Let's not even, that's a whole other conversation that we can have, but you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, it shouldn't be a cool thing. It's, it's a thing. It it anyone who sh- who wants to fucking pick up a mic, pick up a dr- like drum, who, not, I, do your I, fucking thing. This, when I say this, I'm not trying to discourage people who are people of color or like LGBTQ or just disenfranchised in general to like pick up a guitar or a microphone or like a bass or a drum. This I'm just telling you this because like these people are fucking up so bad that. There's more room for us. And there are people out there like yourself and many others. Like, I know who my friends are. I know who my allies are. I mean, shout out to all my bandmates, Brett, Trevor, and Dylan. Like, shout out to many, 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 many people. Um, You know who you are. And it's just like, don't let this, like, discourage you from playing heavy music. Do it. Because your voice is needed more now than ever. Absolutely. So I guess this comes to the, to the, just like the questions of what is like the, what is the most essential thing that you think needs to happen when we get, when we get back to like having a, an atmosphere where there's tours and shows, you know, with the future that is so unknown, I have like no no I you know I don't have the answers for that but I might have a couple ways that we might be able to do this. I mean it, <sighs> gatekeepers that needs to stop. Gatekeeping period just needs to stop. I don't care how long you've been around. I don't care what era of punk rock you've been in. I don't care what bands you played with. I don't care who your friends are or who you fucking know that would like it, it's, it's um that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Everybody's equal. That's why we're all here. Even when it comes to from, from that to like race or like, like your gender or like your sexuality, like none of that should fucking matter, especially when it comes to punk and hardcore. Cause we're all misfit toys and we're all here to be, have our voices heard because we can't have it heard anywhere else so just keep that in mind and like another thing is you know not reintroducing toxic behavior to the scene everybody's been cooped in and it it's time to like work on ourselves it's time to like read literature and like read books on like how to like become better people so it's like if you can't look at this like the protests and just like all this is like like we can't go back to normal like, they call it, like, the new normal or whatever. It's time to change things. Like, you cannot reintroduce toxic behavior to the hardcore and punk scenes. It needs to be zero tolerance when it comes to things like that now. Also, I would, I would say, on my end, I would, I would say 
just like more just awareness of one another to get in just trying to figure out a way that we can have like more togetherness in our scene. Cause uh, I'm going to play um, a track from a band that you were talking about um, the other day uh, called the bitter. And, oh yes. And we're Love them. Shout, shout out to the bitter. Love those guys. Put, put them on. Like they, 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 they are an amazing, an amazing band, very underrated. Like Fcon's only played like a couple shows of them, but they are the future for sure. And the one thing I would say is this is just not even on a, on any type of like, like race thing. This is just on just a lot of bands. Like, so I have like your band, other bands, a lot of the Seattle band and Tacoma bands don't know about each other at all. Yeah, absolutely. That, that is a, it's, it's, it's so weird. Like, like it, it's kind of like New York with like the boroughs. Like you have like, like you have these different scenes in like these different parts of town, like that we, you know, we don't really like acknowledge each other, but we know that we're there. You know, like you know, Capitol Hill is like a very strong like hardcore scene, or like you know, uh, Tacoma, or like, or, or I mean, I, when it comes to like Seattle, I mean, like you know, the North End has their like own house venues and like their own scene, but we just we don't know each other, but like we know that it exists. It's weird. And I'd I'd like to see more of just like. I think the best way to just strengthen just with our, our views are, and just us as a independent scene is more outreach, more, more right, more togetherness. Cause I think it's just like with we've, there's been separation and I've, I don't know how many times I've mentioned like how, like the landscape has changed in, in like, specifically within hardcore music since Rainfest has uh not been a thing like that's separated a lot of people and a lot of people have either moved out of state since then moved uh you know or my, mo- advice, to, moved my, on. Advice, to, my advice to people is play more mixed bills because i'm down to play with any band as long as we're on the same team well yeah i think that's a lot of things like with capitol hill a lot of those a lot of the shows and the people I see is just like it is seriously like a bunch of of mixed bills because like that's it's so much mixed music when you come when you come up to Capitol Hill you can go to a bar and hear like at least on the PAs you'll hear different like sounds of stuff that everyone likes. Oh yeah, I mean that's like I mean that's usually the way I like to book or like you know or shows I like to go to is like. You know, it's it's a little bit of everything when it comes to punk rock it's, or hardcore. Like, it doesn't have have to be all strictly, like, one thing. And I think just more hardcore people have to get used to that. I think there's some people who are who are not, who are not as, like... Keep the faith alive, brother. Like, we, this is hardcore. Like, you know, like, come on, They're not man. willing to step... Some people, when they get super into hardcore, they get so, like, but that happens with... But that's only going to get you more fans if you play, like, mixed bills. Like, you're only going to get more traction. It's all about love. It's all about, like, spreading, like, your crowd and, like, putting other – putting somebody on and, like, you know, like, come along with us. And if you – if we if you're down with us, then, like, you're going to, like, gain more traction and, like, more fans and, like, a bigger following because of that from branching out. I, uh, I 100% – agree with that and i just like i am like hoping 
for more when it come when when things are you know when we when I, we all get a chance to uh, you know book a show again in uh, like n- even if it's even if it has to be next year, which I really hope <laughs> we can do something before the holidays. But who? Oh yeah, absolutely. But who know? But who knows, man? Like yeah, I mean we're only in what. You know, it's also pretty funny that they decide to, like, you know, open up the jobs and bars and stuff like that as soon as we start protesting, send people back to work to not be out there. Don't let them discourage you from going out. Yeah. Uh, especially in, yeah, in, 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 in uh, Pierce County, like, basically everything is oh, yeah. open in some capacity. I don't know what, I don't know what the capacity it's wild, is. man. It's wild. I don't know. So wild. Yeah, I don't know what the capacity is for for anybody in King County just yet. I'd, I don't think anything, nothing's super open, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's, it's interesting, like, everything's at like 25% capacity if it's like a bar or something like that. I, I it, it's, it's just funny, like, there was a meme that I saw the other day that like, you know, wrapped it all up. It's crazy how COVID lost a 28 to three lead over racism. Like, racism and police brutality just, like, overcame COVID. And, like, all, like, the news outlets have, like, stopped reporting on that as much. And, like, they started opening up businesses to, like, rush it so people are out in the streets and protesting. It's wild. They're trying to keep you from supporting black people. And don't let that happen. Stay vigilant, please. No, yeah, that's that's wild. Because, like, the report for most of us was bars were not supposed to be open until... and I guess bars are actually were open in Pierce County on phase two, but to a very, very limited, like, like the small. Yeah. And like out here in Seattle, it's like, oh yeah, you can take your little to go cocktail, but like you can't come up, you can't come in here. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. Who, who knows still like, cause yeah, that's, I'm interested to see when, you know, you and me will be back. We'll be, back on the block actually doing our thing yeah who knows i mean i'm gonna ride the unemployment train as much as i can protesting is my full job now um you know it's 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 interesting um but i i I have hope for for the music industry people say it's dead but we'll see um i guess i guess on that note just like i would say on the so i guess with with the other with the other set of bands like there's a bunch of Cause that's, that's a little bit what I was getting at with some, there's a lot of like, you know, people who are not against the, who are against the movement, like people who are like right wing or whatever that have been, that are upset about, you know, finding out these bands that have always had political messages, like stood up for this stuff. Yeah. Like, like people, like the whole system of a down thing, like, like, oh, yeah, like that, I mean. That that just goes to tell you why they haven't like made music in years. <laughs> well, they said that there was a reason that they they just couldn't get along in the scene, and then they finally were like, "This is why we couldn't get along because of our fucking drummer." But if you are they're still making that, they're still making that money and still doing reunion tours. So yeah. I mean, like, I mean, put your money where your mouth is. I mean, shit, man. <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 very interesting on on that front too. Just like people who who had no idea that their favorite band had a political message. And then when they stand up for their political message, they're like, what the hell? 
Oh yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, it's, I mean, it's like, it's, it's like I told people, like, you know, we shouldn't have to say this because you, you should already know what FCON, like, what, what we're about. Like, we've been warning you for years about fuck the SBD and, you know, like racism and like police brutality with, within our own city. So it's like, if you own our merch, or if you own our record, and like, you are against like Black Lives Matter, or you think this shit's like a joke, then burn your records, burn your t-shirts, like break our shit, because we don't need you as fans or as peers. And another thing that's like, just like, like on a positive note, just like, cool, and I've mentioned, we mentioned this the last time for any, for anyone who's newly listening to the show, um, that one of the coolest things about, about you guys is you're probably one of the most hyper local current, like hardcore bands in Seattle, like that has a all almost like Seattle message, like that talks about stuff that is super just like too, like to a T of what your air of what's going on in your area. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, when it comes to Seattle, it's like. It's, it's 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 interesting because it's not just police brutality. You can also look at like the gentrification that the NFL and Amazon and big corporations have done here to push people to push brown people out of historically black neighborhoods. I mean, you can look at the aspect of um, Section Eight housing uh, being almost like 100% like abolished in Seattle, and all those people being moved to neighborhoods like Kent or Puyallup or Auburn. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of things. There's there's a lot of things. It's crazy. Like, people think that we're just, like, in this, like, bubble of, like, cute whiteness. But it's like, no, like, there's black people here, and there's all kinds of people out here. And, um, yeah, it's just been stifled. But it's 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 a beautiful thing seeing the last, like, two weeks. Yeah, it's, it, tr- it, there's attempts of the, there's attempts of whitewash, and that's what you, you see with what you, what, with what you're talking about, with, like, the Amazon, the, the Seahawks, and that's, in that's what you know people see from you know from oh, the, yeah, I mean, the tv like, you know amazon can come out and make a statement about how they put up as many like black documentaries as they want but you know jeff face is still like collecting money oh you yeah know? like where's where, where's their donation of black lives matter let me ask you that one oh because because he could easily <laughs> make he could easily make the most heftiest one out of anyone if he if, if he, that guy has like if, enough money to like sway like the president like if he was like hey man like i have like X amount billion of dollars, like here, I'll I'll give you this much, this much, this many dollars if you just shut the fuck up. And, <laughs> and well, did. and that's another thing we got like, um, there's so, like so, so many things. There's so many people that are that you don't know. We have to be vigilant about paying attention to people making statements to making sure they're sincere and not just because somebody they feel pressured to make a statement even though that's not their stance whatsoever well i mean this goes like hand in hand with what i've been trying to like tell people when it comes to their activism especially with what's going on with the with the global pandemic stop apologizing about like not being there on like day one stop apologizing about like not being able to like post something on social media like the day of or like two days later as long as you're here that's all that matters now like, it, there's no degree of participation here. Like, once you start, like, getting into, oh, like, I'm white and I'm on the front lines for you. And, like, once you want to be like, oh, like, I know what you're saying to me, but, like, I know better. 
that's when like shit starts being virtue signaling and patronizing. And some people, you know, just like stop apologizing. If you're only at home and you're on, you make a little Facebook post or you share the streams, like that's totally valid in everything you're doing. It's better than saying nothing. And I totally agree. I guess for my thing is like, um, I always want to be there when I can because that because that is my second home. Like, yeah, hundred percent. You are my you, you everyone at Lost Lake Comet Mario's Iron and Oak. That's my freaking family. I yeah, it's beautiful to see the support from that entire community. I'm the, I'll be I've been on and off with with doing various companies around uh, you know Seattle and. And with a lot of these same people, and um, I'll be going on a year with like Iron and Oak, in a, in like a week, um, and I'm I I couldn't be more proud of the people that I get to work with, and it just makes me want to be, you know, just better at what I do, like more, like I know how to deescalate. I just want to be better at like doing anything I can to protect people. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. <sighs> and it's, and that's just one thing that's just absolutely just like amazing. Like why I would just like, whenever like our boss says something like, you know what? I'm in it for whenever, for as long as you, you guys, you know, need me. So, and that's like the same with a lot of people. And, 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 it, and it shouldn't stop. I know like nine times that nine times out of 10 people are be are going to be like, Oh, you know, just like give it like a moment. Things going to like fade out. No, like it's crazy. Just like we have blocks upon Capitol Hill that's just like been taken over as for the people, and this is this is a beautiful thing that we're doing out here. Absolutely, I'm yeah, no, absolutely. So, so uh, it's exciting to see what just like the future of Seattle. Um, there's a lot of people watching, like from the outside watching us, that can also be inspired. The this. whole world. I mean, like, Minneapolis was the first, but Seattle's, like, up there, too. And, you know, Seattle has a very, like, big reputation of, like, being passive. And, you know, sa- the first Saturday should have proved to people, you can't doubt us, because we're out here. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, where, what else? What else was... I mean, if if you really want to, let's just let's just go ahead and wrap it up. I feel like I'm like I've been talking for a long time. Yeah. So. <laughs> any yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead. I think that's the, that's about that's about it. Um, we're gonna play a track from The Bitter. If you haven't checked them out, check them out. First time I've I uh, first time I got to to hear them. They have uh, a pretty cool. Uh, they have a pretty cool sound of what of what they're doing. I'm just I'm just happy to I'm 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 happy but I'm always I'm always like a little upset when I'm like 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 even though this came out in February, I'm like how I saw I've seen the name and I'm like I'm always dealing with so much music. I'm uh, and there was like there was like a little influx of music going on at the beginning of uh of the quarantine like of people doing comps and stuff like that. And that was, cause that was every, that was the only thing we could do is like, just get, get the music out there. And oh yeah. I've, I've definitely like tried to go on my way to like blow those guys up, like trying to like use my influence or whatever, like to make sure they're like out there a little bit more cause they deserve it. So we're going to play separator and then, uh, 
What do you do? You, what track would you want to play from your band um, for this episode? Oh, it's got to be the Spectrum. Do you see what I see? Fuck the SPD. Perfect. That's what I. That's what I thought. Just wanted to make make sure with you. And uh, I think that's uh, that's about it. Um, we're gonna get back I, to what are you? I love you all. I appreciate all you folks. Like anybody who's out there protesting, I appreciate you, Trevor. Like. You know, don't give up solidarity. Sorry for rambling so much and taking up so much of your time, but thank you for giving me this platform. Oh, absolutely. You're always you're always welcome. You're you're a homie, a coworker, and you you have a fucking rad ass uh hardcore band, so <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so let's uh let's get to the music. You're listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. <laughs>
listening to dead air two hours of hardcore radio i'm not gonna lie i'm a little annoyed right now um i'm gonna try to keep focused um the fucking air conditioning a thing i've been doing this thing at the studio for two for almost three years now actually yeah for three years and this thing that's going on in the background with the fucking this fucking random air conditioning i've never had it happen in my fucking entire life I'm trying to put music to get it out And I'm like, I'm so mad right now So annoying Fucking stupid And I want to try to get my show done And so we're going to try to make this fucking quick And I can hear it in the background It's like a fucking jet Oh my god But we got we have a show And we got to fucking finish it And there's not much I can do Because the owner is asleep right now and I can never, it's not his fault. He got fucking work to do. Um, so, goddamn, this is gonna be hard. So let's, let's, uh, let's get back to the, let's get back to the set. So, after, um, we did FCON the Spectrum, then the Bitter, um, Separator, if you haven't checked them out, both fucking great Seattle bands. And I hope to, uh, I'm just, I just want to go see a fucking Seattle show. God damn it. Um, I'm so sorry for the goddamn engine jet noise. I'm so annoyed. After that, we played um, a band called Total Lockdown from Providence, Rhode Island. Um, punk, hardcore, um, straight fucking forward. They have a, uh, a negative approach cover, so you know where they're fucking coming from. And the... Dude, it's a 13-year-old. Um, I believe somebody posted it in the No Echo 
thing um his that it was somebody somebody was like my son is in a band um fucking 13 years old that's fucking cool came out right um at the end of may so right when all this was like right when it was amping up so i think a lot of people probably didn't get to it but uh, we played a cab so self-explanatory 13 year old doing doing what punks fucking do hell yeah after that we played smash racism um, from know the score and from what i know from this band this is the first time i've i've uh i've heard any music from them since uh I believe 2000 2006 it's been a long fucking time and they came out of the woodwork right at the end of may with smash racism and all having this all fucking ready you know and i i don't think every band just automatically was like this is happening. I got to jump on it. I, I just, like I kept saying, there's a lot of bands that have been doing this for a very fucking long time. And they already had a fucking song like this. Cause that's what, like I said, that's what fucking punks do. Or as long as you're not in the fucking, um, you know, punk, I fucking hate the punk Facebooks. Um, if you have, if you're listening and, uh, you're one of, Kevin's friends from Seattle just listening in and you haven't been on a punk Facebook thread, don't fucking do it. It's horrible, man. And you're just you're you're gonna question why you're a goddamn punk because I'm just like where did all these fucking hardcore cops come from? God damn. I get I get it worse and I get some bad fucking racist right-wing shit more of that in some punk groups than i get anywhere else and that is horrible why oh so after know the score smash racism we played mta with cops um very fucking fast um short song to the to the point um from new york three-piece Check it out. After uh, after that, we played some friends and placeholder from St. Louis, Missouri. If you haven't heard them, listen to them. Um, just to make that, um, just if you haven't been listening to a lot of hardcore in a long time, and you might have listened to a lot of bands five, six years ago, there was a placeholder um, from Pennsylvania, I believe, and they were a pop punk band. This is not this. This is... Um, Hardcore, more on, definitely um, melodic hardcore, leans towards some pop punk tendencies, but like the actual like hardcore pop punk tendencies. After that, took a break to do some heavy music with Tsunami, Feds watching. Um, you know, what can you fucking say about Tsunami? They. They suit. They did a lot of merch. They they put out a lot of fucking merch um, over the last week for Black Lives Matter causes and just anti police causes. I mean, they did have a song that said that said one eight seven on a pig and fucking hit with the heavy breakdowns. Once again, if some of you guys are some of like Kevin's punk friends. I'm sorry. You're going to get a little bit of heavy music. 
I apologize, but it's all it's all for fucking hardcore and it's all hardcore influenced at least. Um, so we're gonna get to that. We're gonna be uh, so after that, um, we're gonna play some uh, Chain Whip, Negative Justice, uh, um, released on Chain Whip Records, but um, also released through Drunken Sailor Records. Um, just came out and actually it, re- it fully releases on June 26th so but it's all it looks like it's all out for streaming it looks like pretty much every all the sales are looks like they're the, all the set all the sales are uh, pretty much sold out for like the test pressings all the all the pressings but you can still get a digital so check out some UK talking a lot about uh the bullshit right-wing um politics uh just all over because uh this come through uk i believe chain whip they might be from the uk i'm i'm con- i'm not a i'm not 100 now because it's through a uk level anyways so check out chain whip we're and uh, we'll be right back to finish up the show. You're listening to episode 95 of Dead Air, Torres Parker Radio, and that fucking jet engine noise behind me. God damn. Chains Collective. I felt like I was watching a dream I'd never wake up from. DIY clothing you can't get anywhere else. Now you have something to look forward to after you die. Information at flowerchains.us.
All right, we're back to finish the show, episode 95. So, before we get into the music, um, just thank you to Kevin for uh, sharing his words, um, taking the time to just talk about what's going on, just uh, talk about Seattle in general. Um, Hopefully that was interesting enough and gave some perspective to what's going on. Um, There's plenty... There is plenty of uh, things. Go literally just type in Seattle protests. You can also follow like um, Converge Media or Raz Simone. Um, they're Seattle people that have been filming everything that's going on in Seattle Capitol Hill, giving you a literally a firsthand like an eye like of what's going on. So it's like, this isn't any mainstream media. There's no way to twist it. It is literally what's going on when it's going on with to the best of their abilities. And I'm not going to go any further into that, but those have been ways I've been able to, because I work in Seattle um, and sometimes I'm not on the hill and I also live 40 minutes from Seattle as well. So when I'm not, when I'm at home, those are ways that I pay attention to what's going on. There's, you have no reason. If you really want to know, you have no, you have all the resources you need. Um, just try to do diligent studying if you're trying to be as educated as possible, which we all should be. We all should try to educate ourselves on what's going on, the good, the bad, everything. On I try to educate myself on both sides of what everybody is saying about it. Whether it's right or wrong, I want to know what everybody is saying about it to educate myself and and be able to figure out what's real, what's not, what is what's being spun because I want to be able to help and and be armed with a mind in this uh, in this mo- in this movement and just do as much as I possibly can. Um, and thank you for listening if you are listening. Um, we'll get to the rest of the show details in a little bit, but let's get to the music. So what did we play? Let's get to the playlist. So after chain whip, we played opioid crisis. We played their demo that they had a July 2019 demo. We think we played last year. Um, they have their 2020 demo Seattle, um, Seattle, Washington, um, proclaimed fast core grind punk and poser violence as well as power violence I'm sorry for the amount of times that fuck the police has come on but is anybody really upset it's just it just keeps it just keeps coming I'm just gonna let it go and you're y'all are gonna get over it um you guys are not paying that much attention to the bed music, are you? Uh, so, Opioid Crisis. Um, I've known, I've uh, talked to Joey um, in the band a few times through the Dead Air page. No Darby through uh, just his Facebook uh, rants and shit. Um, I believe both of them have had hot takes on 
music. I I know Joey has had the most hot takes that uh, people didn't like. I believe he hates Warzone. I I'm not. I'm just thinking off the top of my head, but I'm not a hundred percent on that. I'm sorry if I'm misquoting you, Joey. I believe you hated something that everybody fucking went went off on. Dude, I'm sorry. I'm like got distracted because not only is there the jet noises, I'm obviously this song has like cop noises and started getting me uh me like a little jumpy. But uh, anyways, opioid crisis. We played Flea Collar off the 2020 demo. Um, it was. Mixed and mastered by the homie um, Rusty X. Um, been on the show before. Friend. And uh, is in the band Real. Uh, as well as... Fuck, I forgot the other band's name. Go to the, go to the last episode. You'll, you'll, you'll know. Anyways. After that, we played... Reign of Salvation in Times of Desperation. And like I said, we're putting a few songs that are that are off topic and anyways. So Reign of Salvation has new music and we played In Time of Desperation, which is uh the self-titled off the three song EP that uh, just came out. They're really going along with the uh, kind of the foundation um, sound. They've, they've really taken it on and I'm not mad at it at all to be, if I'm being, if I'm being honest, so it's good. So we're going to finish this off. Cause I've talked so much. I didn't realize it was, it was uh, almost over. So we're going to play um, new music from year of the knife. They have a record. We're going to play Virtual Narcotic. Um, they have their record, Internal Incarceration. Um, that's going to be out August 7th on Pure Noise. Um, band is fucking heavy. Um, I've grown to love this band, and they make very quality-sounding um, heavy music through Pure Noise. Could be my favorite Pure Noise heavy band. Um I'd have to think about it because there's a lot of heavy bands. Not necessarily I don't hate, I don't dislike any of them, but this one might be the best in my opinion. And they did a live set for um, during right at the beginning of coronavirus that through Hate Five Six that was really good. So that's that's it. Um, follow us on our socials, Dead Air NWCZ on both Instagram and Twitter, Dead Air Hardcore Radio dot uh, com. Also, Facebook.com slash Dead Air Hardcore Radio and Dead Air Hardcore Radio group where you can get connected with uh, the rest of, you know, our small, my small listenership. Um, you can also do deadairnwcz at gmail.com if you want to send in a request, comment, concern, tell me how much I fucking suck. I think I got a little bit of hate mail this week for some, for some of the um, anti-cop shit. I got, like, one bad comment from, like, uh, from like a site with nobody that didn't have a fucking picture on it you know, and told me my show ain't shit which is that's okay i don't i'm my show ain't shit it, uh, it don't matter i'm not worried about it so we're gonna play 
Um, we're also, also a reminder, we're both on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play. So please subscribe. If, uh, if you're on Apple, you know, like, subscribe, or whatever, and make, make those fucking reviews or whatever. You can tell me how much I suck there, too. Tell me I ain't shit. That sounds good with me. All right, we out. Dead Air, episode 95, two hours of hardcore radio. See you next week. Psychotic, weak as psychotic